In this episode, how the pandemic has affected the fight against single-use plastic and when old school becomes cool. The War Nomads Podcast. It's not your usual travel podcast. It's everything for the adventurous independent traveller. Hi, it's Kim with you and there is no denying that single-use plastic has been a lifesaver in the fight against COVID-19, especially for our frontline health workers around the world and it's helped with social distancing too by enabling home delivery, particularly food. And it may also have helped to curb transmission by replacing reusable coffee cups and shopping bags in many places over fears the virus could stick to them. But the World Economic Forum says if we're not careful, short-term thinking during the pandemic could lead to an even larger environmental and public health calamity in the future. Now, of course, the proliferation of plastic waste already was a major concern before COVID-19. So has the coronavirus pushed back any progress? I checked in with research scientist Dr Denise Hardesty. I don't think it's pushed things back. I mean, I actually think that there's an opportunity for some real thoughtful local opportunities and solutions to grow new businesses and industries as we come out of COVID, as we look at post-COVID recovery. Excuse me. And I suppose that's what I'm hopeful about at the moment. I mean, at the same time, you, you know, we have seen and heard reports from around the world that there are more wild animals being observed and coming out. We're seeing cleaner air, cleaner seas and things like that. As a result, people are associating that with COVID, with a lack of air travel, with people staying closer to home, with people not commuting in in cars and, you know, not taking as much public transportation. So I would actually view this as a real opportunity for a local, regional and, you know, a global reset. And I realize I'm quite an optimist, you know, that would be something I would be pleased to see whether or not it eventuates, you know, time will tell, you know, at the same time, we just had a paper come out uh, last week where we estimated how much microplastic is on the bottom of the seabed floor, you know, and we estimate that there's somewhere between eight and 14 million tons. And that's just the little tiny stuff of microplastic, you know, from some work that we did off the great Australian bite and 3000, meters in depth and hundreds of kilometers offshore, you know, and people are like, wow, that's so much. I'm like, yes, it is a lot. That's also pretty equivalent to how much plastic is dumped into the ocean each and every year based upon, you know, Jenna Jambeck and colleagues work, you know, with estimates from a decade ago. So you could say it's an awful lot, or you could end up saying, wow, that's, you know, it's a drop in the ocean, so to speak. Pardon the pun. Um, Yeah, um, look, the planet certainly has enjoyed us being on pause, but according to earth.org, academia should be aiming to educate manufacturers, uh, manufacturers rather, and policymakers on how to make more environmentally friendly decisions. Have, do you know of anything specific that um, has happened as a result of, of the pandemic? Well, I can't say that there's something specific that I know about that's happened as a result of the pandemic per se. At the same time, there's a lot of innovation, I think, that's happening and opportunities in the waste space. You know, and I think we also want to be both thoughtful of those opportunities and mindful of unintended consequences. You know, like right now, we've got more and more retailers and, you know, businesses 
trying to use compostable products. However, we don't actually have the composting infrastructure and resources to support that, which means that people may be buying products that are being used that are still ending up in landfill, even though they're trying to do the right thing. You know, I would also say that the other area of increase in terms of plastic waste during COVID is around single-use takeaway containers, um, you know, as restaurants have been closed but have still been open for, for takeaway meals. And so, you know, I think there's some great innovation that I had already seen happening pre-COVID that would be great to see happening during and post-COVID if and as it's safe to have those sorts of things. So, you know, there are some communities where restaurants participate and consumers who want to participate with these particular restaurants, you pay basically a deposit. So, you know, for your take for a takeaway container that's reusable. So it may be metal or it may be, you know, a heavy duty microwave safe, you know, PBA free um, plastic container that your food can come in. And when you finish it, you actually return it, you know, or it can come, you know, with the next, you know, Uber driver or similar who's um, providing that delivery service. So those are some things that I have seen happen. They are not happening or, you know, I am aware of those happening pre-COVID, um, you know, although I, I know that there are some health and safety concerns for people and rightly so around, um, you know, particular types of items that, that could be used, you know, and people are trying to be very mindful of and to be very cautious about what materials they're using and ensuring that we don't end up with disease transmission, you know, as I'm sure you and your listeners are aware it has also been noted that plastic is one of the surfaces that COVID is likely to last longer or, you know, remain viable for longer on rather than um, other types of materials. And so, you know, while we have seen an increased focus from some industries on we need to be using more single-use plastic, you know, the flip side of that is, well, plastic may actually not be the best material um, for COVID safety, given the longevity of the virus on the surface of plastics. And what do you know of worldwide? Do you have any figures from the US or, or China from the World Health Organization on the escalation of disposable PPE production or waste? I don't have those facts and figures at hand. I haven't gone on WHO to look those up. Um, you know, we are seeing a reported increase you know, but again, I don't actually have those numbers at hand. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's something, certainly something that um, we can source, but still a long way to go in the fight against uh, single-use plastics. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we've also seen some really good changes happen. Um, you know, it's it's funny. So cotton swabs are one example where we've seen a change. It's, it's really what, I mean, I've been calling it when old school becomes cool, when We've gone back to paper straws in the instances where straws are required. We've gone back to paper cotton buds and things like that. And I think we're seeing that return to more reusable, more sustainable types of items, you know, many of which are what we have historically used that were much more in accordance with environmentally friendly practices. You know, it's now commonplace again for people to bring their own bags to the supermarket, to bring their own cups to get a drink. You know, I think that 
a lot of those changes are coming about as a result of the increased public awareness and the public request and then the public demand to see some changes in practices. And I think that's a really positive example of how people can support, require, enable the changes that people in society really want to see. We're seeing the multinationals stop putting you know, plastic microbeads in face products, in toothpastes, and things like that in advance of legislative requirements to do so. And so, you know, I think it's worth acknowledging and celebrating, you know, the power of the consumer in today's market, you know, and I think that each step that we can make towards increased sustainability is going to be to our betterment as a society and, you know, better for the planet as a whole. Thank you, Denise. And in the US, curbside recycling pickup has been suspended in many places. In the UK, illegal waste disposal has risen by 300%. And according to the Thailand Environment Institute, plastic waste has increased from 1,500 tonnes to 6,300 tonnes per day. There'll be links to further reading in show notes. Now, the podcast is taking a break for January as we work on delivering inspiring content for you, reflecting the changes in our world. So as we move into 2021, it's important to plan wisely and travel responsibly, both for our own safety and that of the places we visit. So you can, in fact, help guide the type of content you'd like to hear in 2021 by taking part in our podcast survey. And there is a link in show notes. I would love you to provide your feedback. It really is important to us. And you could win a World Nomads prize pack. So head over to show notes. You'll find that link. Happy holidays. See you soon. The World Nomads podcast. Explore your boundaries.